السلام عليكم بسم الله إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الحمد لله indeed all praise is due to Allah we praise him and seek his help and forgiveness we seek refuge in Allah from our souls, evils, and our wrongdoings. He whom Allah guides, no one can misguide, and he whom he misguides, no one can guide. Jannat wa adnan tajni min tahtiya al-anharu khalidina fiha wa dhalika jazaa'u man tazakka. The eternal gardens beneath which rivers flow, in which they shall live forever. That is the reward for the one who has purified himself. Surah Taha, verse 76. And so that's sort of going to be the topic of today's khatira, self-purification, or as known in Arabic as tazkiyah. Ramadan com- comes as a means to cleanse our souls, as a month full of opportunities to purify ourselves. So Ramadan isn't just fasting from food or drinks. It's more than that. We abstain from foul language, from being mean, from gossiping, from anything that may deter our souls from acts of worship and being guided. The Prophet said, whoever does not give up false statements and evil deeds and ignorant talks while fasting, then Allah does not need his need his leaving his food and drink. So it's no wonder that Ramadan has been prescribed for us to follow, subhanAllah, because as I previously mentioned, Ramadan isn't only a month of fasting, but it is a month for us to practice self-purification. It's a month for us to practice good character, to purify our intentions, our thoughts, our desires, our character and our soul. Um, through fasting, we abstain from certain things that we may have partaken before Ramadan. And through fasting, we train ourselves to be better, to avoid sins or any prohibitions. We teach ourselves self-discipline, patience, tolerance. And so this hadith reminds us that fasting is more than abstaining from eating or drinking. It's so much more in the eyes of Allah. It builds our character. It makes us better versions of ourselves. And we try and strive to be of the righteous and good. The Messenger of Allah also said that Allah said, Every deed of the son of Adam is for him except fasting. It is for me, and I shall reward for it. So any other act of worship, um, it's for us. But fasting is done purely between us and Allah. And subhanAllah, only Allah can know when and if we're fasting. So if we're at an event, people can see if we give sadaqah or if we give zakat. People can see if we pray. But for fasting, people don't know if we're actually fasting. We could say that we're fasting, but behind closed doors, we, we couldn't be fasting or some of our actions might not actually be allowing us to be have a fast that's accepted. And so fasting is only for Allah because he alone knows if we're fasting. We give up or sacrifice certain things for Allah when we fast. Fasting also may be one of those acts of worship where showing off or ostentation may not be so prominent because again only Allah knows if we're fasting and if it's been accepted and only Allah knows the extent of the reward that we will receive for fasting 
And so, subhanAllah, Ramadan may be the only month that many of us actually are able to follow in the footsteps and the sunnah of the Prophet Because, for example, we have suhoor. And the Prophet said, eat suhoor, for in suhoor there is barakah, there is blessing. And when breaking our fast, we try and break our fast just like the Prophet with dates. And so among other examples of the sunnahs that we try and follow in Ramadan, and so if we look at it this way, Ramadan also helps us become and try and emulate some practices to be just like the Prophet And we all know that the Prophet is like the Waqil Qur'an. He's like the most perfect example of Islam. He's the greatest example of a Muslim. And so Ramadan is our opportunity to even just embody some aspects of this prophetic sunnah. And what's beautiful is that we may have actually gotten into the habit of doing certain sunnahs and certain acts of worship, which we can, inshallah, continue to do post-Ramadan. It was narrated from Abu Huraira that the Prophet said, There are people who fast and get nothing from their fast except hunger. And there are those who pray and get nothing from their prayer but a sleepless nights. So that's quite a heavy hadith to think about because we all know that everything in al-a'malu bil niyat that actions are based on intentions. And so it's all about intentions. Why are we fasting? Why are we praying? We have to think about that and realize what the ultimate goal is of what we are doing. And you know, we're only human after all. We will make mistakes. We're going to have ups and downs. And some things will be good. Some might be bad. But what matters is that we tried and we keep on trying. What matters is that we have the right intention. That we are doing our acts of worship for the right reason. To please Allah. To inshallah be granted heaven. And the hadith I just mentioned just now also reminded me of I think another hadith, I believe, while listening to Qalam podcast, where the Shaykh had mentioned actions related to ostentation or showing off. And it's, the one who sleeps and misses tahajjud and wakes up regretful is better than the person who prays at night and wakes up boastful and full of himself. I feel like we can be hard on ourselves sometime. Um, maybe in the beginning of Ramadan, we had so many plans and a list of action and acts of worship that we wanted to complete, that we wanted to excel on. We wanted to make this Ramadan the best Ramadan ever, but maybe we couldn't. Or maybe some days we found it easier than others. And the beautiful thing is that if we had the right intention from the start, and if we still continue to have the right intention, that's a positive. We feel If we feel regretful, that's okay too. It's better to feel regret and repent to Allah than to do so many acts of worship and feel boastful or not even have any like khushur or belief or faith and maybe even we forget to be grateful or thankful to Allah for even allowing us to do these acts of worship. And this is where tazkiyah or self-purification comes into play. If Allah grants us the chance to reach and fast next Ramadan, now we have the following months prior to the next Ramadan to continue to develop ourselves, to better ourselves. Through self-purification, we can focus on our souls. And the bigger question is how we can even maintain or even attain this purification 
So throughout Ramadan, we've tried to work on ourselves to purify our souls. And so how can we continue this on for months to come and for, inshallah, the next Ramadan, if Allah gives us the chance? And so one of the many ways of attaining tazkiyah are things that we've actually been doing in Ramadan and we've actually been trying to increase these things in Ramadan, subhanAllah. So for example, praying. Um, normally we would pray maybe five times a day. In Ramadan, we've tried to increase our prayers. And so again, that's helping us with our purifi purifying our souls. Reciting Quran, again, we've been trying to maybe finish the Quran or increase the pages that we read every day. Du'as or supplication. We, we are, again, in Ramadan, we've been constantly trying to increase these. Practicing mindfulness. So when we're fasting, we're focusing on our words, what we say, what we do. And being surrounded by good company. And mashallah, we've all been trying to do that with this qiyam and this sisterhood and maybe in other ways. And so we can see that Ramadan is helping us trying to attain this purifying our souls through tazkiyah. And so we can, we've started this habit in Ramadan, so we can continue it, inshallah, after. Ideally, we could also reflect on Allah's signs and nature and, and even ourselves, our eyes, our ears. These are all blessings from Allah. We can also reflect on Allah's names and attributes. So, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, what are these? We know what they mean, but do we actually understand them? Can we reflect on them? It's almost like spiritual food. We can even think of it like an analogy for of a flower, for tzeskia, for self-purification. If the flower is in the right environment, it will bloom, it will be beautiful, it will smell beautiful, it will look beautiful. And so through tzeskia, we're trying to work on removing any obstacles that are in our path of purification and development. So anything like pride, jealousy, or wrong actions, even like backbiting or gossiping. So by seeking tzeskia, we're going to be able to reflect on the deeper meaning of life, on what our actual purpose is, and on Allah's signs. Everything will be a reminder of our ultimate purpose, of our final destination. So for example, if we see a bird, it will remind us of what the Prophet said, which is, people whose hearts are like the hearts of birds will enter paradise. And so anytime we see a bird, we'll start to think about the state of our own heart, is our heart pure? Is it purified? Is it clean from all negative, sorry, is it clean from all negative thoughts and actions and intentions? And so that is essentially tazkiyah, self-purification. So what's the link? Why am I even talking about self-purification and its relation to Ramadan? I feel like I covered that up uh, a, a few <laughs> paragraphs ago with talking about how attaining self-purification, we can learn, uh, increase our fast, we can pray. And so we've been doing that in Ramadan. And so we've started this process of tazkiyah, of self-purification. And actually because for some of us, this Ramadan, the only thing we could do was fast. And we see it sort of as the bare minimum or we start to feel guilty. But think of how much blessings were in each fast you made. Reflect on this hadith. The Prophet said, whoever observes fast during the month of Ramadan out of sincere faith and hoping to attain Allah's rewards, then all his past sins will be forgiven. How beautiful is that? So that if your intention for Ramadan was to fast each day because of sincere faith and for the sake of Allah, to be rewarded by Allah, 
your past sins will be forgiven, simply for fasting with the right intention. So please don't be hard on yourself. We're, we were able to do what we could do. It was, in, it was within our capability. We know the verse, Allah does not burden a soul beyond its capacity. If, it was, if fasting was the only thing within our capacity to do, then alhamdulillah, focus on the positives, on the good that you did, the acts of worship that you tried and incorporated into your daily routine. Think about post-Ramadan. How do you want to maintain this spiritual purification, this cleanse, and be a better version of yourself? Ramadan has been a source of tazkiyah, self-purification for us. Fasting highlights our needs to focus and develop and improve not only our physical or spiritual levels, but even beyond further. It's a long process, of course, but we have to have the right intention. If we seek Allah's help, inshallah, we can work on purifying our souls and being righteous Muslims that try and spread goodness in this world when goodness is definitely needed. And by the soul and the one who fashioned it, then with the knowledge of right and wrong inspired it. Successful indeed is the one who purifies their soul, and doomed is the one who corrupts it. He says verses 7 to 10 from Surah Al-Shams. So remember, Allah created our souls with this fitrah. When we were born, we had this belief in Allah, this fitrah, this consciousness of there is a being that we need to obey with the knowledge of what's right and wrong. And now it's up to us to purify ourselves to work on being the success, the successful ones by obeying Allah, by working on ourselves because we do not want to corrupt our souls. We do not want to neglect our souls, dooming it to a life of disobedience. We want to be from the successful so that we are granted heaven. Ya Mu'adh, ittaqillah haythuma kunt wattabi' al-sayyidna al-hasana tammuha wa khalik al-nas bi khulqin husn it means, O Mu'adh, fear Allah wherever you are, and follow up a bad deed with a good one. It will wipe it out, and treat people in a kind manner. Al-Tirmidhi. So this is basically just saying, fear Allah. Have taqwa by being mindful of Allah, that He is al-Samir, al-Basir, the all-hearing, the all-seeing, that we are mindful of our own actions. We are imagining Allah before us, that before we even take a step or do an action, we are aware that Allah is watching us, that there are angels recording what we are doing. If we make mistakes, we fall, we can pick ourselves back up by doing something good to negate the bad. And as Muslims, we should treat people kindly with respect and sincerity. And that is the essence of Tazkiyah self-purification. We set the wheels in motion during Ramadan with our fasting and other forms of worship so let's continue. Let's make the most of the days to come. Try and do our best because we don't know when our last day on earth will be. Make the intention, work on purifying your soul, and just try, try, and try again. It will be worth it, inshallah. So I'd like to end today's khatira by asking everyone to think about a positive intention or action or act of worship that you did or at least try to do most of Ramadan. And try and keep it up as a habit after Ramadan.
and maybe have someone held you accountable, either within this group or a family member, hold each other accountable. So it could be something as simple as you've been saying Alhamdulillah 33 times during Ramadan. So try and continue that after Ramadan. Or if you were reading a page of Quran every day, try and continue that uh, after Ramadan and have someone hold you accountable. Let's keep up the good deeds even after Ramadan, inshallah. Anything I said is a reminder to myself, first and foremost. Anything incorrect is from myself. And all good is from Allah, so forgive me for my shortcomings. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu anna la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Glory is to you, O Allah, and praises to you. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship but you. I seek your forgiveness and repent to you. Alhamdulillah.